That's right. Welcome into the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, streaming live on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter account. My name is Brandon Bainey. Thanks for being with us. Let's meet our North Idaho resident and expert, Ryan Skaggs. What's up, Skaggs? Not much. Just uh, enjoying another lovely day in North Idaho. <laughs> yes. Uh, I noticed you've got your funny coffee mug out again. That's... I- that's yeah, commonality here. But yeah, I mean, it's it's par for the course living in Idaho, I guess. I mean, like, yeah, kind of everybody does. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've got my North Idaho style coffee yeah. mug as well. Yeah, it's like a his and hers, but except for female oak don't have horns. But yeah, don't yeah, right. <laughs> father, and, father and child, maybe something like. There that. you go. So, anyways, you gotta call it something, Brandon. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not that kind of news. Not that kind of show. <laughs> no, 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 too much other news going on. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, wow. We are off to a rolling start. Here. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, oh, man. We we made it not even 90 seconds and we've already gone off course here. That's, that's par for the course here on the North Idaho prep cast, though. Uh, no doubt about it. Hey, if you're watching live and you've got a question or a comment, you want to be part of the conversation, throw it in the comments. We'll throw it up on the screen, but otherwise let's get to it. Uh, let's talk wrestling out of the gates because we had last week in Lewiston, the annual Clearwater classic, Ryan, this is basically a who's who of North Idaho teams. There were some other teams from outside the area that came, but this was mostly a North Idaho affair. You had the Lewiston girls win their home meet. Coeur d'Alene boys took the uh, title on the other side, but there were good performances up and down the lineup. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Vikes looked good in that tournament. It's like, you know, you get back-to-back weeks of kind of true North Idaho tournaments, whether it's a Clearwater Classic down in Lewiston and then this weekend coming up, we'll obviously break it down with the, uh, North Idaho Rumble, but um, you know, yeah, you talk about a who's who in North Idaho and District One and Two, and what shows up, and um, you know, glad to see Lewiston getting that tournament, you know, rolling again. Um, that was a tournament that, as you know, growing up for me, was a huge tournament. It was massive. I mean, you get it was a regional event, and uh, um, it kind of went through some pains with going to LCSC, and then when it got bounced from LCSC, it kind of you know, I don't want to say dissipated for a few years, but it's good to see it up and rolling with a really nice uh, field of, of, you know, contestants that are in the, in the tournament, but uh great job. I, I was impressed with the small school guys. Holy cow. You know, they went toe to toe with some of the big dogs and, and the, the smaller teams, the two way schools looked awesome uh, this weekend down there in Lewiston. Yes. Coeur took first place. Kellogg took second in the team race and St. Mary's also finished pretty high up the, uh, the leaderboard. Yeah, I mean, you get two two smaller schools in the, in the top four. I mean, that's a, a very impressive showing by both those programs. And um, I mean, Kellogg has a whole bunch of dudes. Priest Rivers. I mean, you talk about two A right now. I don't know if necessarily any one of those three teams is going to get a, a top three finish at state, just because it's kind of like the you know they're going to eat each other at districts trying to get there anyways. But uh, you look at the guys that they're bringing, the ones that come out of that district tournament. I mean, they're going to be in my mind battle tested for podium finishes at the state meet i mean you got guys um gibson and nantel from from st mary's you've got guys at kellogg you've got um mclam tag up at, at priest river you got the whole host of those, that crew up there um uh, the two-way wrestling in north idaho is is on fire right now 
And, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said. And even some of the smaller schools like the 1As that have a few guys are, um, you know, carrying the mantle a little bit as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because when you get to state, uh, especially at the two-way, any team that can bring depth and numbers is going to do really yep. well. Ry- Ryrie over the last couple of years has been that program at two-way, and, and Malad is kind of looking Malad, like yeah. the big favorite this year in two-way wrestling. I'm just worried that these teams from the north are also good, especially that top three you mentioned with Kellogg, St. Mary's, and Priest River. Uh, I'm I'm worried that they're all just going to kind of eat at each other and nobody themselves. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be good individuals, but maybe not enough to make a factor in the team race. Um, I will have to wait and see. We will probably see more podium finishes though, from North Idaho in the two way tournament than we've seen in a long time. That's the one thing. I mean, the strength overall, if you look at it as the group from the district one and two, I think it's maybe the strongest field we've seen in a, you know, maybe a good 10 years um, from North Idaho. So, you know, that, there's a lot to be said about that, but I don't know any one team that's going to show up with, you know, 10, 11 kids that, you know, from North Idaho, that's going to be a really tough task coming out of that district tournament. Yeah. And then at the other end, you know, on our Idaho Matt Chat prep cast, it's our standalone wrestling show we do every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Idaho Sports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page and Twitter account. Um, we we I've, I heard an Orofino fan say earlier this year that, you know, hey, Orofino's got one one wrestler, you know, small but mighty competing out there. And we hope the numbers for Orofino can get back up and running, too. Yeah, you know, that was a program that I remember growing up that, I mean, they had 100 kids in their little guy program, you know, when I was when I was younger. And that's just, you know, the wrestling community and that there's some history in that town with the, with the sport of wrestling. And it's kind of a bummer to see it just dwindle down to a single kid, you know, burying the maniac flag down there. But, um, yeah, I hope things turn around in that community and in the Clearwater Valley in general, whether you go Orfino or Kamiya and Kuski up the river through there, there's – um, you know, it used to be a hotbed for wrestling. I mean, you saw, you know, national runners up come out of Cameo and Clayton Foster who wrestled at Wyoming uh, or Oklahoma state. Sorry. And so he's coaching now at Wyoming, but um, that that's a, you know, there's always been good guys that come out of that area. So, you know, hopefully that turns around and, and, you know, brings a, a bright spot for, you know, some of those younger kids in the state that can see that, um, you know, I can be at a little school and still do big things too, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's going to be really fun to see how it all shakes out of the 2A ranks. Uh, and then that leads into this weekend, uh, Ryan, the big event, North Idaho Rumble coming up to North Idaho. Uh, it's going to take over the North, and there's a lot of teams traveling from the South. Pocatello is mm-hmm. coming up. American Falls is coming from East Idaho. You've got Rocky Mountain coming from the Treasure Valley. Um, there's going to be some really good competition this weekend at the North Idaho Rumble. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. It's been one of those tournaments that's been steadily growing. And uh, Coeur d'Alene, you know, does a phenomenal job with that tournament. And, you know, to have the two facilities, I mean, it's one thing having one really nice gym, but you have two really nice gyms, definitely helps you grow things. And, um, you know, they do a great job there. Coach Moffitt does an awesome job with that that team and, and putting that event together. And um, it's going to be great to see, you know, I, it's one of the becoming one of the marquee tournaments, especially late season tournaments in the state. Um, and it's been steadily getting better and growing. I mean, you've seen American falls coming up year after year. You've seen mountain home that's been up here making the trip. And now you're getting some East Idaho teams to join the the fray. It's going to be a great, great scrap there. That finals round is going to be phenomenal uh, coming up on Saturday. 
It's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. And we'll, we'll break it all down for you again next week here on the North Idaho prep cast. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Coeur wrestling, there was a great article. If you get a chance to go read it in the Coeur press um, about the enrollment changes in the state of Idaho. And mm-hmm. um, they had had a great interview with coach Moffitt from, from Coeur talking about how that five, a league that's going to be six, a next year is going to be a single bid conference. And, the years of taking 22 kids to state's going to be bygone era now, and that's kind of an unfortunate thing. But if you get a chance to go read that article in the Coeur d'Alene Press, I'll give uh, the dudes down there, they do such a great job. I'm going to give them a shout out. If you get a chance to go read that online, go do that. Yes, they did a great job of reaching out to uh, Coeur d'Alene and Lake City both yeah. and getting yeah. their, their perspective on it. And and yeah, this is something we can explore more in the off season. but with this new system where schools can petition up or down in individual sports. Obviously Lewiston is moving down in everything. Um, but in soccer, you know, yeah. post balls is going to move down in both boys and girls soccer. So you're talking about Coeur Lane and Lake city being a two team district, both capable of going to state, but only yeah. one will get the chance. And man, it is tough for sure. I mean, it, it makes the case for, for expansion that's another prep cast for another time but i mean if we're going to do what the petition stuff i think we have to bring in the expansion along with it too yep for sure all right well we're going to talk more about the expanded state tournaments and who might get squeezed out in boys basketball and we'll go right to the 181 white pine league skags where ob- obviously the big story is case why not uh we but when we did the prep cast last week uh, we said, okay, Case Why Not is 76 points away from that all-time scoring record for a career in the state of Idaho uh, held by Cameyi's Jared Mercer. Then they went out and played Genesee on Friday night, and all <laughs> Case did was score 68 points, which... That's a, in a triple-double. Like <laughs> he's, he's had five triple-doubles in a row. I yeah. mean, I'm running and out of... And how do you want him to look, too? Because he's had one that's like, what... 20 points, 17 boards, 11 assists, something like that. And then, you know, I mean, so he's just filling the stat sheet and it's not the, and then he goes off for 68 a night late, you know, two nights later. So, um, case, yeah, he's just a, he's just a generational talent. He set the single game scoring record in that game, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in the state of Idaho in that 68 point game. Um, you know, saying like, oh, I'm going to try to get the record all in one shot. And he ended up, was a six points shy. So he'll probably set the record somewhere around the one Oh six mark in the uh, Clearwater Valley game. (laughs) Yeah. On, on the season case is averaging uh, 37.1 points per game, 14.6 rebounds per game, 9.1 assists per game. So he's almost averaging a triple double on the season. And And then then steals are crazy high too. 3.3 3.3 steals per game, 3.1 blocks per game. <laughs> yeah. And he's, it's not uncommon for him to, to get double digit in either the block or the steal column. Like that's the thing that just is, is such a bonker stat for him. Yeah, it is truly amazing. I hope people really understand what's happening here. This is sort of kind of a transcendent uh, talent uh, that the state of Idaho you know, it'll be a long time before we see a player of Case's uh, abilities and impact the way he just impacts every facet of the game. It's just been really fun to watch. And so tomorrow night, Thursday night, Lapway hosts Clearwater Valley in another White Pine League showdown. 
Uh, Case Why Not only six points away from breaking that all-time scoring record. We will be broadcasting that game on IdahoSports.com. So this is your chance to tune in to Idaho basketball history live and free. doesn't cost you a cent to tune in and watch this game. Logan Green will be on the call. It's going to be a really fun uh, atmosphere, of course. Uh, I asked way, way back when we jumped the jumped the gun on this thing i asked you know what are you what are you planning for this you know accomplishment i asked coach eastman that from lapway and he said you know when it happens we'll probably just take a time out let the crowd kind of acknowledge for a second and then we'll get back to playing basketball and then maybe later in the season we'll do a ceremony and that type of thing so hang uh, the jersey from the rafters you mean, <laughs> I mean you kind of have to right i mean right. i know they're a humble program but i mean come on <laughs> yeah so the big the big celebration will be later in the year um but in terms of the actual moment uh, six points the way lapway runs offense that could happen like from Quick. the tip, so you're gonna yeah. you're gonna want to tune in right at the start on Thursday. And then, hey, once he sets the record, you can always flip over to our game too. <laughs> you could, or, or you know, uh, you could also stick and watch Lapway because it's a really fun team. It's not yeah, just it case why it not. Is. It's a great it game. They're and, they're so fun to watch, and the way they're so dynamic offensively. Uh, I think the thing that gets missed a little bit with that team too is the fact that they play defense so well and very unselfish in the passing game. Um, that just it, they're a really really interesting team because they're so unique in how they play to where they fit their cast that's on the floor. So they can look multiple depending who's out there. They can light it up from beyond the arc or they can go bang it against the boards. You know, just depending on who's out on the floor for them. Yeah, uh, Elias Yearout's been banged up recently, but uh, they've got Chris Bonney inside. That's my favorite player on that Lapway team. Like you know, Case yeah. is great, and and Elias. You know, I did I did a post game interview with Elias after their win over Cami. Uh, but Chris Bonney, man, he just does the dirty work inside, yep. and I can really respect that. Joey Payne, uh, kind I of like Joey Payne a lot. I think he's a great yeah. little fill in that showed up you know you talk about who's going to fill that gap with terrell ellen jones graduating and i think joseph payne's done a great job that is exactly what he has slid into that that's point guard spot that terrell ellen jones used to fill joey payne has slid in and boy he can get hot from the three-point line yeah, he uh, can. it's it's a fun team to watch so if you want to watch this lapway team tune in uh tomorrow night and of course cases uh pursuit of the all-time record i forgot to mention ryan I've got it behind me here. Uh, when I was in when I was in Lapway last week or two weeks ago for that Cami game, uh, Jeremiah, why not Lapway assistant coach and Case's dad, of course. Uh, I'm talking to him before the game. Next thing I know, he's handing me two sweatshirts: one for me, <laughs> one for you, Skags. Oh, look at that! That is awesome. How about that? That's great. Thanks, Coach. That's uh, that's super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I have no idea how well you can see it, but it's Utah State. And then on the sleeve, he said, of course, we had to give it a little give it a little Lapway flavor. Oh, the there sleeve. we go. There we go. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. So uh, anyways, I took the dark one. You get the light gray, and I'll give it to you tomorrow night when I see you. Sounds great. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Coach. That's a – yeah, Jeremiah is such a great guy, too. And I know that we talk, talk about him a lot on the show, but um, – he does a whole lot, not just for his, you know, like his, his own kid, but for kids in general in the Lapway community and around the state and district too. Uh, just a great allied athletics 
um, in the state of Idaho. So he's just a great guy. So thank you. Thank you, Jeremiah. That's great. Yes. And this is all unsolicited, right? We're not, yeah. we're, we're not in this to try and get swag and stuff, but if you are inclined, uh, yeah, you know, he gave always... us a uh, lap boy sweatshirts the other two, which was super cool too. <laughs> yes. So. I wear that a lot. Uh, yeah. I wear it to the gym all the time and I get like people giving me double takes, <laughs> but I run into like some of the Lake city kids once in a while and they're like, you know, they'll give me the head nod cause they know what's up, which is kind of cool. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, okay. Big picture with this white pine league overall though. Lapway, of course, nine and zero in league play. Uh, 14 and two overall potlatch is nine and one and 13 and one when they played the first time that was another game we did on idahosports.com it was a close game i mean lapway won by 12 57 45 can't wait for that rematch it comes at the very end of the season friday february 9th in potlatch but also in the mix are Kamii and logos they're each five and three in league play and so basically there's this four at the top and i would say on a good night even troy could be thrown in there too um but the the reality is only two teams are going to get to go to state out of this district Kamii, which is currently in third ryan went down last week to liberty charter the first place team from district three right now in 1a d1 hoops in a true road game non-conference affair and they won 46 to 34 so we we are showing up here in the north that the white pine league's third best team quote unquote just beat the the probable league champ from district three. And it's just, yeah. it sucks that two really good teams are going to be left at home. We talked about it with wrestling with district, you know, two way up here, but it's, you know, the cannibalization of themselves in the white pine. I mean, that's just proof how good that conference really is. And you look at lap. I mean, how good is that district tournament going to be? Like, I mean, boot, you know, I say booth hall, but it's, you know, Lewis and high school's new gymnasium, uh, not booth hall, the old one, but uh, I mean, that place is going to be rocking. Like that district tournament there in Lewiston is going to be a ton of fun. There's going to be some phenomenal games that take place there. Um, you know, as we get later in the season, we still got a lot of basketball to go ahead of time. But, you know, Logos can throw their hat in the ring any given night. You can talk about, you know, Potlatch and Kamiya, I think, is a very intriguing matchup between the two of them. And um, we, we saw it last year, Lapway, when they beat Lakeside last year. And I, when we had that game on Idaho Sports, I was like, hey, keep an eye on this Lakeside team because I've never seen Lapway be pushed like this. They're going to learn a ton in this game that I think if they face each other in the state tournament, mark my words, there's a puncher's chance. And it, we saw it and it happened last year. Um, but, you know, did did Cami I learn enough that like maybe there's some surprises coming or did Potlatch learn enough that the surprises are going to come and, um, you know, play each other three times in a season, you know, stranger things have happened and that's that's the thing about this conference it's so deep and then you throw in lakeside and district one i mean there's realistically four or five teams up here that are all you know top three contenders in the state and really uh, you know i lump lakeside in with these white pine teams they all have if you look at lakeside lapway Kamii, potlatch troy yep. uh logos they all have guys at the top right that you can point to and say, I need a bucket. All right. It's stoner for Troy. It's Seamus Wilson for Logos. It is David Clute for Kamii. It's Jackson vowels for, for potlatch. It's case. Why not for Lapway and for Lakeside really lately, it's been Tyson Charlie, but they've got a couple different guys, but I, John, you name it. I mean, they've got a number of guys in that lineup. Hendricks. Yeah. The the key is going to be 
who can get the most out of their bench because all of these teams, I think would admit a little bit, Hey, when we go to the bench, there is a drop off and we don't quite have that depth. And so to me, that's the number one key is who can get the absolute most out of those bench players that are coming in. Um, And that will determine a lot as the season goes along for sure. Um, We've got a couple comments here in the chat. Sean says, hi, Ryan. Sean? (laughs) Uh, I went to high school, Sean. Yes. And Jeremiah, you know, we were talking about the, the sweatshirts he gave us. He said, you're welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks, Jeremiah. We really appreciate Jeremiah. it. Yeah, Sean's um, daughter, Savannah, graduated from Lewis, and she's playing college ball over in the Portland area right now. So it's another District 2 player that's found success at the next level. That's awesome. That is that is awesome. And uh, we're going to have uh, some District 2 basketball coming up that we will talk about here in just a moment. Um, but – Let's kind of wrap up our boys basketball conversation here. Here's Travis from Sandpoint. Ryan, you were correct uh, for the battle for the paddle last week. We kind of talked about this where we both thought Sandpoint girls were going to win the girls basketball matchup. And we thought the Lakeland boys would win the the boys basketball matchup. And we said it's all going to come down to who wins the wrestling matchup. And we both kind of leaned Lakeland slightly. Turned out mm-hmm. to be pretty close, but yeah, Travis yeah. admits, Ryan, you were correct on Lakeland beating Sandpoint Wrestling. Uh, he feels Sandpoint didn't wrestle their best. Yeah. I'd say they were motivated because after yeah. they dropped the battle for the paddle, they went to Thompson Falls, Montana, and cleaned up at, at, at an out-of-state tournament. So. Yeah, no, that, I think that you know sometimes the best things learned are you know things that hurt instruct. So when you lose a tough duel, they showed up the next day at that tournament in Montana and took care of business. So the Bulldogs didn't fall too hard after losing on a. Uh, Battle of Paddle to Lakeland. Yes. And to me, that was the interesting part was uh, the, the wrestling, obviously. But then that boys basketball matchup, uh, kind of a close game, right? 67-58, Lakeland gets the nine-point win. And now we finally get to see them with this rematch with Moscow. The, they played Moscow the first time all the way back in December. It went to double overtime skags. They lost 85-82 in two OTs. They will make the trip to Moscow on Friday night, um, winner of this, if Moscow wins, I mean, they're pretty much in, in the catbird seat for that number one seed and that buy at districts, which is huge. And, and the home court advantage, which mm-hmm. is huge because they are alone in district two, which means whoever gets out of Lakeland and Sandpoint has to make that long drive over. Yeah, no, that's a, a nice spot to be in. If you're the bears getting that clip in that first game, I mean, that makes, you know, even if you do split, I think it goes to overall record, which I still think that they hold the, um, the advantage in as far as in district one, district two, IEL play. So, um, you know, Moscow's got some nice pieces there. That's going to be not going to be an easy game for Lakeland at all. Moscow's got some pieces in that lineup that can, you know, turn it on any given night. It's going to be a really fun one to watch for sure. And then uh, also on IdahoSports.com tomorrow night, Skags, we've got a girls-boys varsity doubleheader. You and I will be on the call for it from Post Falls High School uh, as Coeur d'Alene comes to town. That'll be really fun. Yeah, you know, and the, it's we talked about, you know, we've been talking about boys basketball. That was an eight-point game the last time they t- those two played. Coeur d'Alene won by eight. You know, it wouldn't be surprising to see Post Falls make it close. There's Post Falls got some really nice pieces in that lineup. Uh, they just play hard. They play scrappy. They play good defense. That's one thing I think that kind of goes under the radar with that Post Falls group this year is they can really play on the defensive end really well. Um, Coeur d'Alene, we know them. They can, they'll can they play 9, 10 guys. I mean, they are deep coming off that bench. So 
Um, you know, will it overwhelm post falls a little bit that may not have as many pieces coming off the bench? That's going to be, you know, they're going to have to get big minutes from Tyrus Blake and Shields. And, um, you know, that's going to be the, the test for the, for the Trojans in this ballgame. That's going to be a really fun one for sure. And, you know, post falls could really use a win here to get a little separation from Lewiston right now because post falls and Lewiston split with each other. So right now they're essentially tied for second post falls is a half game up in the loss column, but uh, you know, they've got to play five and Oh quarter lane tomorrow night. So yeah, girls game will be first at five 30 boys game will follow. You can catch both of them tomorrow night on idahosports.com as quarter lane visits post falls with, with me and skags who doesn't love that. A little basketball. We, have, we did some football games this year. Now you got us on the hard court, which would be fun. So that's right. Yeah. Um, all right. Travis wants to know who wins tonight at the B Cup, Sandpoint or Bonner's Ferry. This is wrestling again, but it'll lead into more basketball convo. Uh, I, I like I like Sandpoint here. I'm telling um, you what, the more intriguing matchups though might be on the girl side. Just saying, but uh, yeah, no, I like I think I like Sandpoint in this one tonight. Yeah, for the B Cup, that's going to be. Um, a, a fun little event, though. That's turning into a nice little rivalry there. Yeah. And speaking of rivalries, we had Timberlake and uh, Bonner's Ferry. Uh, they had the Backwoods Brawl uh, up in Bonner's Ferry on Saturday. The games originally were scheduled for a weeknight. Um, the weather came in and postponed it, so they had to have it Saturday morning, which was a little unusual. I think the first game tipped off at 11, which was a little different. And the boys went first. Um, so we'll just talk about the boys game quickly. You know, Bonner's Ferry got the win there. Not too surprising. And, uh, but, but Timberlake, I think is not that far away, uh, in boys hoops. No, Timberlake's on their, they're, they're on their way up. They're climbing the ladder. Um, like I said, you know, they had a good showing at that tournament with the Spokane teams. They played some tough, tough teams and they played them tough. Um, so that, that, that Timberlake team, they're, they're coming around. Uh, you know, they got some nice additions. Obviously, the transfer from, from Priest River was a nice little add for them uh, to that lineup. But Bonners Ferry right now, I think, is obviously, you know, one of the top three teams in North Idaho. I'll release the power rankings. But um, Bonners Ferry, I mean, they've got a legit chance at 3A again at State. Like, if they can get there and get through district with, with Timberlake, which will make things tough, um, that, that conference, I mean, they're man, I wish they, they had more teams in that league. I really do because it's there's it, a shame that there's – some really, we'll talk about on the girls' side too. Both those teams deserve to be in the state tournament this year. But yeah, yeah it is. It's a bummer. Uh, with that said, let's get to your North Idaho nine for boys basketball. These are the nine best teams in North Idaho, in Ryan's opinion, uh, regardless of ranking. We will scroll them across the bottom of the screen here for those that are watching, but for those that are listening at idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, Ryan will run through them all one through nine. It's your North Idaho nine for boys hoops. Yeah, so one quarter lane still, two Lapway. They haven't changed. Uh, got a little change at number three, Bonners Ferry climbing the ladder. Uh, Pontlatch at four, Lakeside five. Lakeside did take a loss to Lake Roosevelt in Washington, which is a very good team. Um, so I don't really fault them with that loss. That's going to teach them a little bit more. Uh, six, post fall seven, Lewiston, eight, Kendrick. And then sneaking in this week at number nine is Kamii. Uh, Post Falls, Lewiston, I mean, they're just trading blows and Lake City's kind of thrown in that mix too, knocking each other off. And uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting bid for that that second bid, you know, maybe for the play-in game out of the boys' side at 5A. <laughs> Who gets it? I don't know. I still kind of yeah, lean I don't Post know. Falls, I think, but man, yeah. it's, it's a head it's, scratcher for sure. It's anyone's night. I mean, Lewiston plays so scrappy on defense too. They'll, they'll frustrate anyone, but 
uh, Coach Schmalm does a great job with that group, just getting them to play hard on the defensive end. So, yeah, no, that's my uh, North Idaho 9 for this week on the boys' side. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, this is the North Idaho PrepCast presented by No Vape Idaho. When we come back, we'll go over to Girls Hoops and check in. Uh, this time next week, Skaggs, we're going to be showing district tournament brackets and stuff for, for some of these leagues. So it's going to be interesting. The postseason is rapidly approaching here in girls basketball. Yes, it is. We'll break down the latest developments right after this word from our sponsors from No Vape Idaho. It's not like I'm doing drugs. Nicotine can negatively impact the developing brain and make it more susceptible to other addictive substances. Students that vape are three times more likely to start smoking weed. And kids who share vapes can unknowingly inhale other drugs like THC, meth, or fentanyl, causing permanent lung damage, overdose, and even death. Be smart. Don't start. This is the North Idaho PrepCast presented by No Vape Idaho. Uh, did you know, Skaggs, that vaping actually increases your anxiety and stress levels? We think it's a big relaxer, right? Oh, my gosh. I'm on the edge. I just need a puff to, to chill. It actually has the opposite effect. It makes you more stressed out and, and more nervous. Yeah, and plus it's just not really accomplishing anything, and it's a giant waste of money. But I mean, that's just my opinion too. But in addition to it being incredibly unhealthy for you, so yeah, that's uh, nobody needs to be more anxious these days. I mean, we deal with enough crap in our lives and in our schedules these days. We don't need to add anything else to the mix that's going to add to that. Yeah, I didn't even think of the financial component. Yeah, if you're a high school kid, who's got who's got that kind of that kind of skrilla? Save the money from vape juice to like I don't know, like down payment on a house in the future, a car or something. I don't know. Invest it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can never start that too early. That's for sure. That's right. That's right. right. If you want more tips, uh, you can uh, type in no vape Idaho. That's no with a K N O W no vape Idaho in your favorite search browser. And uh, you'll find the website from there. All right. Girls basketball. I think the biggest story is from this backwoods brawl that happened between Timberlake and and Bonner's Ferry on Saturday, uh, Timberlake won, which I think we both would have said coming in. But I'll tell you what, um, it is time for us to give some credit to, to Bonner's Ferry under the direction of first-year coach Mike Cowley because they're 9-5. and five. We haven't said a word about Bonner's Ferry's girls' basketball team this year, which is a shame because they, they only fell to Timberlake by 5, 66-61. Yeah. Yeah, they're very quietly flying under the radar uh, with a very nice lineup. I mean, they've got some nice pieces out there on the floor, very athletic um, that, you know, you just want to get your – we talk about the football field a lot, about getting your athletes in space. Well, they do spacing on the floor really well, bas and, you know, for their girls' team, getting, you know, their their athletes the ability to transition buckets, things like that. Things, they play really good defense too. And, uh, you know, this is a team that very quietly has been having a heck of a season with a fairly difficult schedule. So, um, you know, we talk about expanding and with league shrinking and all that stuff. I wish to death right now that there was a 12-team state tournament on the girls' side probably this year more than most years just because this team right here, I you know, depending on how things shake out towards the end of the year, they very well deserve to be playing, um, you know, down in southern Idaho at the end of the season. Yeah, Bonner's Ferry is a team that has 
a really good post play, right? With Markin Pluid and Asia Abubakari, one of our favorites yeah. here on the prep cast. Um, but, and then that's complemented by a really dynamic freshman point guard and Taryn Bateman. And she has yep. been lighting it up recently. Yeah. A Bateman shocking, you know, having a, having a great athletic career, <laughs> like bursting onto the scene. Where have we seen them before? I don't know, but um, yeah. yeah, I feel like we've been calling Asia's name for like seven years now, but, um, it's just, you know, that's just a testament to how good of an athlete she's been since she came onto the scene as a freshman. So, um, it's kind of cool to see these kids grow up and, and have the career arc that they've had. And, uh, this Bonner's team, like I said, I mean, I'm singing their praises and you'll see it here at the end of the prep cast, but, um, you know, they've earned everything that they're getting right now. And, you know, even in a loss, I know that we've talked about them more than Timberlake it won that game, but, um, I, th- I think that's just the playing field leveling and the level that this this team's kind of elevated itself to. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how the rematch goes. We talk about Asia Abubakari all the time because she uh, does great in track and field. She's a great thrower. Uh, and then in the fall, she has played both volleyball and soccer throughout her career. So she's really, she's done it all <laughs> in yeah. her time at Bonner's Ferry. So, uh, but yes, on the other side, Timberlake is the team that won. They're 12 yeah. and three. And Matt Miller is such a great coach. I know adjustments will be made in the rematch that will come uh, tonight. We're recording yeah. this on Wednesday, January 24th. They meet tonight at Timberlake. Um, I would expect another Tigers win and maybe by a larger margin this time because Coach Miller does such a great job with adjusting after games. You know, and I, it wouldn't surprise me to see like Bonner's Ferry come in with a little bit more confidence and maybe that it is, it wouldn't surprise me to see this go to OT. I really, even though I know Timberlake's got a great lineup and that's not me sliding the Tigers in the least. I think both these teams just come out guns blazing and they're two very talented groups. And, um, you know, you get a game like that. I wouldn't be surprised one bit to see this thing maybe go an extra frame at the end, but uh, I ultimately think Timberlake will win the game. Um, just because I like a lot of the leadership within the team as well. I think there's a little bit more experience on the floor for Timberlake, but um, two extremely talented programs. Okay, see, I think it's going to go the other way. I think Timberlake gets a little more breathing room here, but we'll see which one of us was right <laughs> You know, when we, right. when we come back next week. Uh, it's Maybe it's a 20-point game and I look like a dunce, but yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not It's not often that uh, we disagree, so I, I'm going <laughs> to relish this opportunity. Um, okay, let's wrap up with this, Skaggs, because it's a busy week of broadcasts here for North Idaho Game Night on IdahoSports.com. Thursday night, we've got the uh, Coeur d'Alene Post Falls girls-boys doubleheader starting at 5.30. We have Lapway's boys basketball game against Clearwater Valley starting roughly at 7. Uh, and then Friday, we are going to be at Lewis and Clark State College in Lewiston, for the golden throne, baby. I am excited for this. It is Clarkston. It is Lewiston. It's going to be a packed house. Girls, boys, doubleheader starting at six o'clock tomorrow night or on Friday night on IdahoSports.com. Yeah, that's that golden throne game. I mean, having been a student at Clarkston High School and um, that, I mean, I remember the days where it traded off being in, in each other's gyms and you know, those days of it. And ever since they moved it to LCSC at the activities, the P1FCU activity center there, that is an absolutely 
raucous place. That place is crazy and it's packed out. I mean, you got 5,500 people in there. Uh, you know, the red and black of Clark's and the, the purple and gold of Lewiston and um, just a ton of fun. That's a really, really great atmosphere for a high school event. And, um, you know, they do it right there inside the, the activity center and the halftime entertainment's great. I think you get like dance contests from the teachers and some other stuff too. I mean, it's just an, it's an awesome event. Yep. Uh, for sure. And I guess uh, I'm looking here. We, we always have to ask the schools participating for permission to broadcast. Um, and I don't see that we've gotten the official clearance yet. So, hey, uh, if you are uh, a Lewiston administrator or maybe Shannon Wilson from Clarkston, if you're looking at this, watching this. I'm texting uh, Shannon right now. <laughs> just give us, yeah, give us the green light. I mean, I we went we went and, and covered, you know, the Avista tournament at LCSC, so I don't see why the Golden Throne would be a problem. But anyways, the plan is to broadcast the Golden Throne games on Friday night. So that'll be a lot of fun. And that Clarkson girls team, if you're, if you're somebody who really only follows Idaho stuff and you're not really up to date on what's going on in Washington, there's going to be a couple of names you recognize. Jordan McCormick Marks, Jalen yep. McCormick Marks, former Lapway standouts, now playing for Clarkston. Yeah. No, no, you know, those, you know, and, and Debbie Sabota's team, we saw them in the championship game at the Avista tournament taken on Grangeville, and they absolutely dismantled that Bulldog team. That's a very, very good team. Um, this Clarkston girls team is their special unit. I mean, they've had some state championship teams in the last 10 years, but uh, this group, uh, the one thing that shocked me with that team is how deep it is. Like that Clarkson team is crazy deep. The boys game is going to be a great, I think back and forth affair. Clarkson can score on the offensive end. They've got some nice size inside, some nice pieces. Lewiston plays great defense. They've got, you know, guys that can go double figures on the offensive end as well. So I think you're in for a couple of really, really good ball games in that, in that golden throne game. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yep. That'll be Friday night starting at six on idahosports.com. All right, let's wrap up with your North Idaho nine girls basketball rankings here. Ryan, these are the nine best teams in your opinion in North Idaho. Doesn't matter the classification size here. They are one through nine. So number one hasn't changed. Lake city still sitting on top. The T-Wolves are just a dominating force right now. Uh, two, Coeur d'Alene. Three, Sandpoint. I mean, you got defending state champs at two and three. It's just kind of bonkers to me. Uh, Grangeville at four. Timberlake at five. Uh, this is where it starts to shake up a little bit. Kendrick, climb a ladder. They're at six. Prairie is in at seven this week after defeating Lapway, who comes in at number eight. And then at number nine, making their first entrance of the season, Bonners Ferry enters the picture in the power rankings this week at number nine. So that is uh, this week's north idaho nine power rankings all right it's going to be a lot of fun girls basketball is heading towards the finish line district tournament action around the state starts next week believe it or not and we will once again have all the district tournament brackets not just for north idaho but all the districts around the state so you can follow who is clinching their bids so i'm gonna ask this question before we break though as we kind of prognosticate state tournament stuff okay which district in the state do you think has the best chance to be represented in all six classifications or district or regions? Uh, I guess I don't understand your question. Everybody, so, it's, it's yeah, equal. Lake City, or, Lake City or Coeur d'Alene in 5A. You've got Sandpoint that's got a great are chance you, in 4A. Are you, are you talking about championships? I'm talking about championships, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like who's going to get to state. I was like, no, well, no, that, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm like, that's. I'm like, that's I'm the like, whole point. Every district, I'm thinking district one, district two has got a great chance this year of being in every single state championship game. 
Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, for are we talking just girls? Yeah, just girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at Lake City, Coeur d'Alene, five A. Yes, Sandpoint, four A. Yes, Timberlake, three A. Yes, they, and all of these teams were in the championship games last year. Yeah, by the way, Green, Greensville, two A. Yes, absolutely. Great shot. Uh, one AD one Lapway Prairie Lakeside maybe. Up. I mean, you got who name Wallace. it? Like yeah. Yeah. There's teams out there. Cami, Cami is sneaky out there too, but I think Prairie or Lapway could very well be there too. And then I think uh, Kendrick, right, from uh, District 2, 182, 182 yeah. or, or or Deary, right? Yeah. Ken, Kendrick and Deary were so close the first time they played. It was a two-point win for Kendrick. And so I, yeah. d- everybody is sleeping on Deary. I'm telling you that right now. And, yeah. and the rematch comes really soon, Ryan. The rematch yeah. is going to be tomorrow night. In, yep. in Kendrick. So I'm telling you, it's something to keep an eye on that. Like realistically, you look, if we're looking way down the road, I mean, a lot can happen obviously, but I mean, of all the districts or areas that have chances, I mean, North Idaho has got a great chance to do something crazy. Yes. Cause you think about it, you know, treasure Valley has, you know, obviously five, a Boise juggernaut and, you know, four, a three, but they, they really struggle at those one A's. Um, Boise mm-hmm. does, especially one AD one. If we're being honest, I don't, I don't see a Boise team making any noise from one AD one magic mm-hmm. Valley is in a similar boat where they don't even have a five, a team. So they're already out automatically. Uh, yeah. and then, and then East Idaho Rigby yeah, and I, girls at five, a maybe, uh, I mean, they're kind of there, but I don't know if they're going to be a title team. Shelly, Shelly girls, snake river. Uh, I don't know if a two A is going to be there. Soda Springs may I, here's what I'll say. It's going to come down to North Idaho and East Idaho. It's going to yep. be the battle. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep a tally of it. <laughs> it's something just, I, I've been thinking about this and I'm like, man, how crazy that be. That would be such, that'd be a fun championship Saturday. That would be pretty <laughs> awesome for district one and district two. But like I said, a lot can happen before. Then. <laughs> so it was just something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Only thing that would be better is if the games were a little closer to home. Yeah, maybe right. that maybe in yeah. the future we can <laughs> selfishly yes i would yeah. i would like that a lot so yeah uh, <laughs> i'm sure the well, kids would <laughs> yes definitely all right well thanks everybody for tuning in to the north idaho prep cast uh enjoy the competition this weekend travel safely uh my wife was leaving for work this morning and it's slick out there somebody almost slippery. sides someone almost always sides uh side swap uh side swiped her jeez i'm losing Say my ability to talk <laughs> Yeah, this is gnarly. Or coffee. It's Wednesday. We need to get over the hump. Yeah. Got a busy week ahead of us. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. You can always check the game streams tab uh, at the top of the homepage at idahosports.com for a list of all the games that we're going to be broadcasting. But until then, for Ryan Skaggs, I'm Brandon Bainey. Thanks for tuning into the North Idaho PrepCast presented by No Vape Idaho on idahosports.com.